Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. So we begin our limud here of Pirkei with the Pirish Rabbeinu Yoyna. This Sefer and this limud is very different than the previous two form that we've learned, namely the Mesil Shisharim by Ramchal and Charbi Tochen and Chavis Hababis from Rabbeinu also a Rishon, but those Svarim were organized and written by the authors and the thoughts that they wanted to convey in the organized fashion they wanted. It's different this Sefer here. This is Rabbeinu Yonah's Pirish's explanation, his commentary on Divrei Chazal, on the Mishnayis of the Tanoim. And it's a longer Limud, so we're going to try to focus on Rabbeinu Yonah's Pirish, not so much on the Mishnah itself and the thoughts and ideas of the particular Mishnah and Chazal, because there are numerous Pirushim, Rishonim and Achreinim on each Mishnah and each word of the Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis. We're going to focus on Rabbeinu Yoyna, as we explained in our introduction here, the greatness of Rabbeinu Yoyna and the words of Arishan here that we are zeichet to learn together, Be'ez Rashem. Moshe Kibbal Terem Mishnah Aleph, Perak Aleph begins, Moshe received all of the Torah from Sinai, and how timely it is, we're Erev Shavuos, and we're discussing this idea that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up on our Sinai, he was Makabal the Torah, says Rabbeinu, the entirety of Torah, the written law, the oral law, because the Torah was given to Moshe Rabbeinu with its explanation, with its understanding, Shimloi Kain, it's logical to understand that, says Rabbeinu Yain, Shimloi Kain, it's impossible to understand many, many mitzvahs without the explanation of Teresha Bichabalpe. For example, Shrei Kosov, it says in the Teresha Sigzoil, you may not steal, but really included in that Isser of stealing is Vachol Nezikim Vachlaloi Sehalav, the Isser, the prohibition to damage another person. Besides that, what the Torah says of how we have to pay for that, that's in Parshas Mishpatim. But who says that it's even usher to damage somebody? That, Rabbi Yenis says, as other Rishonim learn as well, comes from Loi Sigzel. So we see like Sigzel is more expansive than just do not steal in the way it will be translated just in a simple translation. That's also in Ezekiel, all Dine of Damages. Even though it is not written down. And it's not written down, as we'll explain, because the Gemara tells us, can be written. And really, it's actually, it's something that has to be written down, cannot be done Balpeh. But the opposite, cannot be written down. As the Gemara tells us, there came a point in time where people were starting to forget, so they made a special exception to even write down all of the oral tradition, all of Teresh Abalpeh. But really, Avish Leinichtavu was not meant to be written. The Yoid cause of another proof. The Torah says in the beginning of Parshish Mishpatim, you may have difficulty in understanding. Ki polimim chadavar, bein dom ledom, bein din ledin, uveinega lonega. You'll have confusion or difficulty understanding the nuances of difference between mares dam, which color is considered red, which color is considered tomei, which not. Bein din ledin, coming to a verdict of judgment in a particular alocha. Ubeinega lonega, between shades of nigoim. The Kaba Maradomim. We know there are many different shades of blood. The Kamadin and Meschalfim. And there are many differences in how a din could come out. And Umaris Hanagoim. 
And certainly, you know, also, there are different Maris Negoim. There's Sa'is, there's Sapachas, there's Baheres, and the Kayin has to know exactly, is this a particular Baheres or Sa'is or Sapachas, which makes the person a Metzairo or not. Kama, the Kama, Ayidum, Etzleinu, and it all comes from the tradition, it comes from the Messiah. Once again, that wasn't meant to be written down. That wasn't allowed to be written down. That has to be Torah Shabal Peh from Rebbe to Talmud. That's why it says in the Pesach, Hashem says, I made a bris with you. That's why it's Alpi, based on the mouth, based on... Mouth, word, mouth to mouth, given over. The oral tradition, everything that was given to Meish Rabbeinu at Har Sinai and then given to Yeshua and the Zekeinim and the Nevi'im, etc., that was not meant to be written down. Only Torah Shabbat And the rest was going to be from Rebbe to Talmud through a tradition orally. Uksiv. And here's another proof, not from logic, but Chazal tell us this. It says, Chazal Darshan in the Gemara, Torah zu Teresh We see the Gemara says over there, Malamid, the Gemara Brochus Tafe says, Malamid Shekul Amnitnu Lameisha Besinai. So Meshrabbeinu, Meshra Kibbal Torah Besinai says, Meshrabbeinu was Makabel, the entirety of Torah, all of Teresh Bixav, and all of the explanation of Torah Shabalpeh. Of that Teresh Bixav. There's a Medrash that tells us, even Kol Masha Talmud Vosik Osid Chadish. Every Chiddish that was going to be thought about by every Talmud, every person who's going to learn Torah, that too, Meshrabbeinu, was taught at Har Sinai. All of the mitzvahs that were given to Meshrabbeinu, they were given with their explanation. That's the written law. The hapirish, the explanation, is nikra Torah shabalpe. And then Umaisha Lomad as called Mipi Agvura. This was all taught by Maisha Benu directly from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Umesorali Yeshua, and he gave this over this entirety of Torah shabalpe, Torah shabiksav, and the Torah shabalpe li Yeshua. like the pasuk says, Umesorusai. And his Mesharis, the one who kept close to Meshrabenu all the time, Yeshua Benu Nar. And even as a young child, as a young student, never departed from learning from Meshrabenu. And that was what Rabbi Yen is explaining here. Not as a proof to the fact that he gave it to Yeshua, but rather the reason why he gave it to Yeshua. Why was Yeshua chosen, chosen as opposed to Pinchas, as opposed to Elazar Akayin? The answer is, says Rabbi Yenah, because he stayed by Meish Rabbeinu's side the entire time, never left the oil. The Yeshua, Yeshua gave it over to the Zekein of the elders. Kemosh Nemar. Here, this is a proof that indeed it was given over to them. Kemosh Nemar. V'chol yomim Yeshua. Meaning to say that they were learning from Yeshua the entire time and beyond that after the days of Yeshua's demise. Continues the mission was a Canaan Lenevium gave it over to the Nevi'im, the prophets. Who is the Anjignes Agadela? Who were they? As the Gemara tells us, they were Kuf Chov Zekenim Wamehem Kam and The Gemara tells us it was a body of sages 
a body of Tamidia Chachamim that consisted of 120 Tamidia Chachamim, many of them being Nevi'im. Says the Brenyen Yezehu Ezra V'Siyatai. This is Ezra and his Chevra, his colleagues. And in that group, we find that we're in Nevi'im at the end of Bayesheni. He cites an interesting example. If you look in the Gemara over there in Yavamis, Tavtezayin Amaral, it's a fascinating story. Rabdaisa ben Horkinus was very elderly and his eyesight had been weakened. He really couldn't see. And there was a psak over there that they thought Rabdaisa had paskin, which seemed to be Keneged, the psak of Basilo. So Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and Rabbi Akiva went to pay a visit to Rabdaisa ben Horkinus. And a fascinating story. We, we're limited in time over here. How he reached so or Rabbi Yeshua. They told him it's Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani. Really prepare a golden a uh, chair for him to sit on. And then they said, this is also Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. So Rabdaisa says, really? Yesh ben la Azariah, my friend Azariah, I remember him. He has a son who's a, one of the Tamidi Chacham of the generation. That's so so wonderful to hear. And then they said, it was also Akiva ben Yosef. Akiva ben Yosef, oh, we heard Shmoy Hoyleich, we heard all about you, your greatness in Torah that you have already risen to. And the whole story ensued over there. And part of the Shiloh was a particular halacha pertaining to Yavamis. And at that point, Rav says, I will tell you, I was Makabal from Chagai Anovi. The last of the Nevi'im was Chagai, Malachi, and Zechariah. And he says, When I got this Kabbalah, this halacha from Chagai Anovi, I remember he was sitting on this kli called a mortar. A pestle and a mortar, but the mortar can be used as a stool. And Chagai was sitting on this stool. I remember it. He's, he's envisioning it in his mind's eye, and he told me this psak. So you see, if Rav Deisa had the Kabbalah from Chagai, one of the Nevi'im, and Rav Deisa was in the time of Ezra. So hine ki Nevi'im You see that the Nevi'im from the second base Hamikdash indeed spanned even through the second base Hamikdash with the Nevi'im Ki Chagai and Avi Yishama. Chagai was living at the time. Continues, Rabbeinu Yenivan Shekinetz Zagadoyla, Misarula Chachmei Dorem. They gave it over, that Misaira, that they were Makabal from the Nevi'im, who were Makabal from the Zekenim, who were Makabal from Yeshua, from Moshe, from Mipi Agvura, gave it over to the Chachomim of their generation. To their children, this is the way the Torah was transmitted, from Rebbe to Talmud, from father to son. From one stage to the next stage. Until there came a point in time, and this was leading up to Rabbeinu HaKadosh, and the Nizra until they decided in a meeting amongst the Chachomim that Likosiv Tereshabalpeh. As the Chazal tell us, and the Rama writes us in the Zagdoma to say there's run, that they felt that people were starting to not remember the Torah, not remember this Messiah. Torah is really called the Messiah because it's given over in that way. And the Torah is supposed to be given over from Rabbi to Talmud, from Moshe to Yeshua, and so on and so forth. So they said, we have to do something. So because when they, like Chazal say, they found a Pesach, Eis, La, Eis, La, Hashem, there comes a point in time to do for Hashem, you can nullify the Torah for that moment, for that time, you can nullify it. So the Kosvu, they wrote it down. The Sosmu Talmud. Sosmu Talmud, maybe Rabbi Yoni here means that 
once they redacted the Gemara, they said, that's it, it's now a closed book. You cannot add any more to it. This is the Gemara as we have it in its entirety. This is what the, sort of the final Torah Shabbat is. And everything now in Halakha has to be learned from this Gemara. The Sosm also could be, what he means is that it was Sosm. It was somewhat hidden. In other words, it was only supposed to be, even with the Torah Shabbat, even while it was written, could only be understood through those who know how to learn it and pass it over and transmit it to that Hamidim. But the Akakakle Nisab by Dovalin Iraman, nothing be added, nothing be subtracted. The Gamma Daru Misaru Allah that generation gave it over to the next ones, which were the Goin of Isaacabol and Migoin, Lagoin, Rami, Birab, Adayoimaza. Up until his day, the Rishainim, and that's the way it is that will be until Ad Bias Mashiach. They said three things, the Ajak and Esagadayla, as recorded here in the Mishnah. Number one, This is says this is directed towards Dayon and towards Paiskim, who have to give a ruling, a judgment. And the directive here is the advice from the Ashkenazagdela is Labal Don't rely on your initial thought. with great patience, and analyzing it well. Why? In order you don't come to make a mistake in deciding, in weighing the two sides. Says that if a person is too quick to make a decision and give a ruling, he can be considered a negligence. It's a negligence. I really wanted to give the right sack, and I thought that's what was the right sack, but you went too hastily. It's considered something close to something done intentionally. Because he didn't take the time to say, People who jump to conclusions too quickly, they don't understand it well. And the reason this is, we're only human beings and we're prone to error. And therefore, we have to understand that indeed, it is common for people to make mistakes. Be careful when you learn, because making a mistake in learning actually is considered a mazid. And we continue along, there's a, a bit much in today's Lima, day number one. We start with a uh, a lot of Lima of Rabbeinian. If you see a person who thinks he's very smart, and he jumps to conclusions right away, you should know that the fool has more hope than him, than the, than the, uh, Baal Gaiva here. Someone who is very callous when it comes to Psach and says, yeah, I know that law, I don't have to think about it too much, is a shaita, he's a fool. Rashi, he's a wicked person because it could be he's coming to the wrong conclusion, and he shows his arrogance. Therefore, those who are giving sack, he has to go to all sides, contemplate each side. Hachmitz, we know, means to ferment. You take grapes and you let it ferment, you let it sour, you let it sit and fester, and that's the way it is, should be in the person's mind, and let it sit and wait. Let it ferment and let it sink in 
and thought out well before you come with a ruling. Through this process, he can add different points to his thinking and get into it even deeper until he comes to the right conclusion. Because when we take a look at it a second time, we see things we never saw the first time. And the truth is, this is the way it is with learning. Even not sak halacha, but a person learns, he sometimes comes to a pshat, he comes to a conclusion. You do it again a second time, a third time, a fourth time. You analyze it from a different side. You come out with a whole new understanding in this learning. Uvin Yenzamer Asaf. Asaf writes in Tehillim. This is one of the Tehillim that that Asaf uh, was the author of. And uh, this is, starts the third book of Tehillim. And he's talking to people who are get a little bit despondent. They see it's Tzadik Veralai. Something time people, uh, people have terrible suffering. And in general, things don't look like they're going well. So he's trying to be mechazic people. And he says, Ki is When I let my mind just soak it in and think about it well and let it ferment, and then my mind was able to become much sharper and I understood things with much greater clarity. I delved into it. I thought about it. Then I became sharper. I came to the understanding of things I didn't understand the first time. He says that I, I grant myself that my, that's my chalik because I allowed myself the patience. When I didn't think about it, when I jumped to conclusion, I know better than a Bahim also sort of that doesn't think about things and jumps to the conclusion. So the reason why the Mishnah tells us here, one should be cautious and patient when he comes to a din. When it comes to a din, a judgment, certainly a judgment between people. One has to take the time. Shem Iker Godel Biyadiyas Haveri Yisala. He says something very deep here, Rabbein Yoyna. And Ravobin Ali Shur writes about this line in this paragraph in Rabbein Yoyna. Chumashomri Yimayu Anovi. Haskel V'yadoya Isi. Be wise and know me, Hashem says. Ki ani Hashem Oiseh Chesed Mishpat Utztok Aboretz. Ki be'elach hafatzti nu Hashem. These are the people I want. Those that take the time to learn my Torah and understand me through Mishpat, through Din. How could a person know HaKadosh Baruch Hu? It's something impossible. Says This is how you get to know Hashem. Hashem makes the Din and by delving into the Chochmah of Mishpat, the Chochmah of Torah, one comes to know Hashem better. Mishpat when we do Mishpat, we come to understanding Hashem better. Concludes here this of Mishnah, Coming out with proper judgment is a main fundamental in Torah. That's how the world gets rooted. Again, timely for Shavuos now. And you will judge the people, my Shabbat. Chazal see an allusion to this that has said the word Mishpah before and after. Moshe to a princess who's walking, walking on the road. 
Obviously, the princess is protected in front and in back by servants who are holding weapons. This too is how we protect the Torah. We protect the Torah by making sure that the judgments of the Torah, the mishpat of the Torah, are indeed thought out patiently and properly to come to the right conclusion. Good, we'll hold it here. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.